0: All
1: right, everybody say something so i can see if it's recording something hey okay cool
0: season two Hey, this is Mike. And this is Steve. And we don't know what we're doing.
1: Each week we pick a different thing and try and figure it out. Yeah. And um, so this week, Mike, do you remember in like the 80s and 90s and you'd spend a lot of time in arcades?
0: I mean, I still do that now.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But think back <laughs> to okay. when you were younger. I'm thinking. I know it's a long time ago. It's hard to think, but I'll yeah. try. Remember when you were in an arcade and you would hear this sound?
0: What does that bring to mind? Oh my god, it's joy and happiness and one of my most favorite things in the world. Which is? Pinball. That's
1: right. And today we have a special guest with us. Mike, who do we have with us today?
0: Mr. Chad Consilmo.
2: Hey, Chad. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming back on for season two. No problem. I'm very excited to be back for season two. Yes. (laughs) Um...
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we're so annoying <laughs> so we have chad with us today um because our topic this week is about pinball and chad is probably the biggest pinball fan
2: that we know mm-hmm. i love it right so chad why do you like pinball so much that's a good question i think i like pinball because i like the physical satisfaction of playing obviously i love video games right i all <laughs> know that but i also love pinball because it's kind of like a video game but it's physical and there's sounds Mm -hmm. and there's lights and there's great artwork and there's something just really satisfying about keeping a ball in play for a really long time Mm -hmm. and there's nothing better than multiball we all agree (laughs) and also I feel like pinball is like my version of sports Mm -hmm. (laughs) like kind of the only thing I can do athletic wise (laughs) and it makes you feel really good when I do really well I feel like that's kind of what it's like to get a touchdown
1: Oh, I think too one thing that I never really thought about with pinball before we did our trip yesterday, which we'll talk about, is that in addition to having skill, pinball is also very much a game of chance, which yes. I never
0: really thought about before,
1: but it builds into the anticipation Wait, factor.
0: you never thought that it was a game of chance I've before? never thought about it. That like, before. every time the ball goes all the like, in the middle, in between the flippers, you thought that was, like, skill?
2: Well, no, I know what you mean, though. Like, <laughs> I also think there's something fun about trying to translate and figure out the crazy complicated mechanics right like there are so many lights on a pinball machine <laughs> right. and but they actually have a rhyme and reason to them a lot right. of people just look at them and they think oh those are just random lights up light up but if you go through a specific sequence of events on a pinball table you'll light up a certain thing for mm-hmm. a jackpot and you have right to, and you have to sometimes hit ramps in a certain order and mm-hmm. that sounds crazy complicated but that's part of the fun and once you right. figure out the rhythm of it and the pattern, you can really make a lot of points in. It. It's really fun. But totally. it's very, very hard. It's like it a langu- is like It's like a yeah. language unto itself. Yes.
0: Yeah, because it was like, oh, you need to shoot for, you know, lock this ball over here. I'm like, where? Where? Yes. There's like 20 lights that yes. are lighting and, up. And
2: you're trying to look at all that while you're trying to juggle these balls. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So what is your earliest memory of pinball?
2: My earliest memory is when I was a kid, um, my parents were in a bowling league. Okay. Ooh. I had a really cool family and they took me to the bowling alley every time they would would compete and they would leave me and all the other kids because, you know, in back in the eighties, they were so irresponsible parenting. They would just leave (laughs) us to run around the bowling alley completely unsupervised and we would go, go into the arcade, which had a ton of pinball machines and we would play them for the entire multiple hours. We were there and with quarter after quarter after quarter and I was so obsessed with them that I used to make my own at home out of bulletin boards uh, that I would tilt up like, you know, on a pair of shoes or a shoebox or something mm-hmm. yeah. and then i would put thumbtacks and rubber bands and make like flippers and obstacles and it was so cool and i made a ton of those and i would have my friends and family play them that's so cool yeah and oh. i Did had you like, end up keeping them no they were just kind of easy to fall apart and you know yeah. I, and i would sometimes rearrange them to make new ones i wouldn't mm-hmm. you know what i mean it was like mm-hmm. um but it was so fun and i was so obsessed and i was I, I think just from there i just became like it's like a lifelong obsession i love the history of pinball i love reading about the companies mm-hmm. i love playing them obviously um and every time I go into any kind of establishment that has a pinball machine, I will I will run right to it. Nice. Sadly, it's not very common anymore. Yeah, what not. are the
0: top like uh, companies of the makers that you remember? Like, which were Well, like, Bally, of course,
2: ones? was the one I remember the most. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I remember every machine I played was one of them. I'm <laughs> right. sure there was more, but those that's the one that I just completely remember. Yeah. But of course, now that I'm older, I'm sure that there's like a million companies that I just mm-hmm. didn't remember. But that's yeah. the one I always like remember the most, because mm. they did all my favorite machines.
1: Yeah. Mike, what's your earliest memory of pinball?
0: Ugh. Uh, well, I didn't have a family that was cool enough to have, uh, participated in the bowling league. Mm. Um, but I think it was always usually going to, uh, time out the, in the mall. So you used to have the little, uh,
1: What's time out?
0: It was the, like arcades. It was oh. just called time out. Oh, okay. And super retro, super fun. Mm. Um, but they had, you know, arcade machines, but they also had pinball. And I don't know, for some reason, I really enjoyed pinball. Mm-hmm. It was like the skill and kind of figuring out, like, what to do. It's kind of chaotic. and yeah. I like. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, you can, you know, if you do pretty well, you can, you know, play for a long time with yes. a quarter. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. And there were some that were really fun. I mean, they were r- ridiculous. You know, some had, like, the, the fan on top that would blow whenever you would... Uh, you know do something really well which right. one was that uh whirlwind, whirlwind. whirlwind. Yeah, yeah so good and i don't know the art was super crazy and cool and um the you know the flippers the, uh, the sounds it was i don't know it was just part of the arcade experience mm. and i really like that That's yeah the, cool.
2: the more ramps and yes the ramps twisting things I those are, the them. more those the better yeah yeah they're they're uh, so
1: appealing nice i think i was I was a really little kid i have two very vivid memories of pinball one was uh four corners pizza in crockett california which is just across the bridge over here mm-hmm. they had a pinball machine and we would go get pizza there for whatever reason and i would play pinball while we were waiting for the pizza to get made mm-hmm. and i used to love it and my other explicit memory is my family my We have family in Arkansas, and we went out there one year when I was a little kid, and we were waiting for more family to come in on a plane at the airport, and their flight was delayed, but my mom's brother at the time worked for a company who like serviced all the pinball machines and video hmm. game cabinets hmm. and that's cool and vending machines. Mm-hmm. So he had his keys with them and he opened up the pinball machine and just put a bunch of like a hundred free games on it for us. <laughs> that was the best. And then we just stayed there for like uh, two awesome. hours playing this pinball machine. <laughs> it was so fun. Do you remember what uh like I done not I was oh. really little when when that happened. I couldn't have been more than like seven or eight probably. Hmm. That's great. Yeah. But was super fun. And I think like you guys, there's just something appealing about the mechanical aspect of mm-hmm. it and the sound. And
2: it's very different. And also the design. I mean, they're, they're very well designed. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to have everything be perfectly placed. Yes. Every angle be perfect. So yeah. the ball goes in the right spot. Mm-hmm. And if it's not level, that's a whole nother thing. So that, to maintaining them and, and displaying them is also a whole thing into itself. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really kind of a crazy thing that is, was created that people have to, Really work out to mm-hmm. keep in a spot, make sure it's clean, right. and Maintain it's, it. Yeah, it's kind of a lot of work, and it's kind is. of crazy that it even exists. Like, yeah. because you could have a really junky arcade that doesn't even have flat floors, and right. then you can't have a pinball machine right. unless you somehow rig it that it's sure. Level. Which I level. I've
0: seen that before. Like, I've been to an arcade where it's like all yeah. got shims <laughs> underneath, shims. like one or yeah. two yeah. little legs, I and mean, you have
2: to make it perfect or it just ruins the whole experience. It really mm-hmm. is kind of a crazy thing that's like stood the test of time somehow.
1: Yeah. And I think that's what's fun about going to a place where, you know, like a classic arcade where there's a bunch of them lined up next to each other. Mm-hmm. You really start to appreciate that craft that goes mm-hmm. into the, the different designs, like how steep is the rake of the table and, yep. you know, how many different toys are on it, how many different slides and tubes and widgets and bumpers. And yep. yeah. each one is different and plays completely different from the ones to the left or right, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Versus an an arcade game, like, if you have, like, The Simpsons, it's going to play more or less the same from arcade to arcade. Yes. You know, but, you know, uh, the same, like, whirlwind table could play completely different than the one right next to it based on how it's set up or mechanics yeah
2: and you can and you can take the simpsons home with you on a home console like you can play it anywhere <laughs> if you have it yeah right but like you i mean there, there, yeah there's video game pinball but it's not the same it's not, it's not the like, same. so it's like it's, pinball, it's so unique i mean like it's like so specific to the environment and to, yes i mean there, is there something that's so different about them than compared to video games mm-hmm. i think that's one of the reasons i like it so much yeah mm-hmm. You even wrote an article about pinball like eons ago, didn't you? Mm-hmm. When I worked for Destructoid, I wrote an article called The Joy of Pinball. And it was just about my love of it and about the history and how, why I love it and some of my memories um, and some of my favorite tables. And it just was great. And That's awesome. I think that kind of like showed people how much I love it and yeah. people know to this day how much yeah. I love it.
0: So, what are your, some of your favorite tables? Oh my God, there's so
2: many. I think if this <laughs> well, is. Well, you're talk, all about the list. I so, think let's see. We, Oh my God, yes. So, I think we have to each pick our favorite. Okay. Mm. You can't choose more than one, you have to narrow it down to okay. one. Okay. So, my favorites, I will pick one of these, but I'm saying my favorites as a group would be Haunted House. Mm hmm which is amazing. I wanna play that Cyclone, so bad. Cyclone, which is amazing. That good um, I love Adam's Family and Twilight Zone. Oh, yes. so good. Um, Indiana Jones is really good. Uh, those are some of my favorites, but I think if I had to pick my number one, it would be Haunted House. That one has, not only is that one well designed, cause it has, for people that don't know, it actually has a pinball machine inside the pinball machine. It's hard to explain, <laughs> but like, there's like a piece of glass in the middle of the of the table, and then it's dark, and then you can go through a specific hole or whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. and then you actually launch the ball into this lower pinball machine that's under the glass, and it lights up. So that's that you can, so wild. I know, and then there's, like, ramps, and there's, like, hidden doors, and there's, like, moving parts, and it's so complicated and complex, but... It's one of my favorites because I had such good memories of it. I love the creativity of it, and I like the theming. That's so um, fun. And the art was really good. So I think that would be my number one.
0: <sighs> I need to find that, and I want to play that.
2: I know. They, I know. I just haven't played it in so long. I can't find it anymore.
0: We were able to find the one that was similar, which was Black Hole, and that would ha- also had that kind of the, mm-hmm. um, underground like mm-hmm. extra pinball mechanism. But, yeah, I was bummed out. We went to California Extreme down in Santa Clara. and right A couple years ago. Yeah, a couple years ago. And they had the Black Hole one. I was like, oh, this is like... I was expecting like haunted House to be next to it it wasn't oh. it wasn't there at all and I was so sad
2: yeah I would say Bride of Pinbot 2 is also one of my favorites um, that was a good one, one too but anyway what do you? What would your favorite be? Uh,
0: um. probably Whirlwind Whirlwind yeah, yeah. Whirlwind's Whirlwind. great I, I loved great. it I mean usually you were in an arcade it wasn't always too you know cool in there and so it was really nice to get that blow of air <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're like my family can afford air conditioning, so I had to get cool on the whirlwind machine. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the saddest (laughs) story ever. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, (laughs) also not my
1: best plan because you probably drop a lot of money in that thing. Yeah. Well, I mean,
2: whirlwind's a good example too. It's like I'm obviously a fan of Nintendo, and Nintendo always innovates with really interesting products. Mm -hmm. And they are the kind of company that would install a fan on their controller or something weird. I mean, you know, they've done things that are so ridiculously out Mm -hmm. there with their controllers and stuff. Right. That whirlwind reminds me of that kind of cool experimentation where Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, this is a pinball machine. But we're also going to put a giant fan yeah. on the top of it by the score. So when you hit certain bonuses, we blow air on you to make it feel like you're part of the storm. Mm-hmm. But that's cool. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, and again, like, yes, oh my God. <laughs> but I think that's just one of the appeal of pinball machine. Yeah.
0: I mean, it was a cool interactive part. Like there were other ones that had, uh, um, uh, gosh, things that happened in the screen display. Like, yep. I think it was a night one where you would, uh, you would play and you'd hit certain something certain, and then a ball would launch up there, like almost yep. like a bingo ball. Yeah, yeah. Or like a Do you plinko? remember that one? Yeah,
2: I know. I know exactly. What you're talking uh, about. I don't
0: remember which one it was, but I love that one. Yeah,
2: they, 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 people really like pushed the limits of like what happened on those machines mm-hmm. on all parts. That's actually one thing we could even talk about too. is Just the scoring systems. They started as just like rolling numbers on these physical mm-hmm. things that mm-hmm. would you know roll around to nine, and then what you hit. Ninety-nine thousand, whatever, it would just roll back to zero again. Yeah. But then, then they upgraded to like a very basic, you know, monochromatic screen, mm-hmm. and then they upgraded to you know those fancy
0: dot matrix, dot, yes, yes, kind
2: of screens, and then they upgraded to even more fancy yeah. screens, and then they had holograms, and now, yeah. now the ones now we just saw. I hadn't seen a pinball machine that was built in 2018 and 2019, but their screens are basically the entire front yes. of, oh, yeah, yeah. of the t- of the scoring thing. It's crazy. It's so advanced. Yeah. I just need to even see that, how, mm-hmm. much that, how far that has come. And then yeah. it's,
0: they're still making it. That's really cool.
2: Yeah. I mean, they're obviously rare, and they're all pretty much licensed now to mm-hmm. something, which is a little bit of a bummer. It's kind of like the Disney effect where like – You know, back in the day we had Cyclone and Haunted House Mm -hmm. and all these pinball machines that were just original creations with original art. Mm -hmm. But now pretty much the only pinball machines that come out are like Pirates of the Caribbean and The Avengers. And like, it's always based on some kind of franchise, which I get, Mm -hmm. but it's just kind of a bummer that they're not making like original stuff anymore. I think that's kind of the way the world of entertainment is going in general.
0: I think another one of my favorites was uh, Medieval Madness.
2: Oh yeah, medieval madness is actually great. It's Freaking great. Yes. You get to destroy a castle. <sighs> yes. And by destroy a castle, I mean it shakes a little bit. <laughs> and then the one of the towers like bends like at yeah. like a 20-degree angle. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like you destroyed the castle. But that is still very, very cool.
0: Yeah. It has a it drawbridge, has a drawbridge.
2: A portcullis.
0: Yes. Oh, and the saving the princess. You can
2: save the princess, who by the way, is voiced uh, by Tina Fey, Yeah.
0: Which we were we shocked to about. learn.
2: This is like totally medieval
1: um Isn't that the one that also had the trolls in it? Yes, freaking
2: trolls!
0: in the middle of the, sc- of the board, yeah. always blocking my ball. Ugh, I always get the freaking troll.
2: Trolls rolled. Yeah, so annoying. Yes. Trolls How about are the you, worst. Steve?
1: What are oh, some yeah, of your favorite favorites? Ever? Um, I really like Twilight Zone, specifically because mm. of the sounds it makes. You unlock this
0: door with the key of imagination.
1: Um, that was that's definitely one of my top ones.
2: Comet is also really cool. Comet's mm-hmm. classic. Mm-hmm. Twilight Zone is, is considered one of the greatest pinball machines of all time. And also, po- popularity wise, it's always popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also um, have to say that
1: I saw the t2 cab or table yesterday oh yeah so good too and i was really excited to see that when i was young i thought it was really cool that the plunger was like his gun mm-hmm. and
0: yeah was, like, the,
2: there's a bunch of those Indiana jones one has a gun plunger yeah yeah
0: we were playing uh what was that uh, the fast one uh the car one. Oh yeah, gun, yeah yeah the getaway getaway yeah it's and like a instead of like the pull plunger it was a shifter like a gear right. shifter yeah, yeah.
2: I, again the creativity That's is so
0: creativity. amazing yeah, yeah. yeah. or He's... the
1: fish one where the the, yeah. the plunger was a reel <laughs>
2: So that one's kind of sad. It's like, the you know, when you think of like a gear shift or a gun, it's like yeah, actually packed yeah. and you're like, fishing rod. <laughs> it's like so sad and boring. But it was a good table, though. I mean, it was fine. It was. It was cool. Well, you said yesterday, so you should probably mention what we did yesterday. Yeah, that's a good point.
1: So yesterday, we went on a little field trip to the Pacific Pinball Museum mm-hmm. in, in Alameda. Alameda
2: and alameda was lovely by the way yeah. i have never all, been can we there talk about alameda. it yes. was wonderful like,
1: alameda is way up more awesome than i remember yes
2: it was fantastic they had delicious ice cream mm-hmm. cute stores yes mm-hmm. and the pinball museum it's great
1: and mike came up with the idea of going there mike where did you even hear about the the museum
0: oh uh, gosh i don't even remember i think i've heard you know i looked at, I, I like to look up that kind of stuff where like oh what's interesting to do around mm-hmm. and i saw something about the Pacific Pinball Museum. It's like, oh, cool. Maybe one day we can go. Right. I actually wanted to take you do a little party for you there uh, a couple months ago, and I looked into it and I thought, oh, you know, it's probably like this big warehouse or something. It's going to have a bunch of machines right. and you know, whatever. And I, you know, that's I figured. Well, since Chad was coming and I knew that he loves pinball, yes, I was you know hoping that he would want to go and he'd have time to go. And luckily, you know, all things lined up and we were able to go and we really liked it yes. yeah because it was surprising that it was not just a warehouse full of yeah. stuff
1: so why don't why don't you describe it because that's I what because I think that's what we all thought it was gonna be was like mm-hmm. this dusty warehouse with a bunch of old tables that mostly you looked at what is it actually
0: I mean it's basically like an arcade but a uh, like a the a, most well maintained arcade. Yeah. I've yeah. ever Yeah, everyone seen.
2: that worked there was so nice. Yes, yeah. and it was clean and it was well designed. Yeah. They had
0: great murals of the artwork uh, of the machine. I mean, there's more like, than
2: 90 tables in there. How big yeah. do
0: you think those murals were? Like they're huge. Are the entire 50 wall? Fifty feet? Yeah. Or I don't know. It was crazy. They were big. really big. And it was like a I don't know a trip through the history of pinball. Mm-hmm. And but it's
1: a and it's a pay. It's a all you can play. So you pay fifteen or twenty dollars, I think, depending on if you have a triple a discount or whatever Mm -hmm. and then you get in and outs all day Mm -hmm. and you get to play until the until 10 p.m yeah and for 20 bucks and
0: the other awesome thing that they have there because it's a museum that they let you if you just want to check it out to walk by like walk in not play the games like just take a stroll through yeah
1: that was really cool because we got there and we said oh this looks really cool but like are they going to have the tables that we're interested in and so she said we'll take a stroll through and then you can decide if you want to pay or not And I mean, halfway down down aisle
2: one, we were like, yes, we're doing this. I saw two tables. I was like, here's my money. (laughs) It was really cool. It was basically my heaven. I loved it there. Mm -hmm. I really appreciated that
1: they have... tables that are super old too mm-hmm. they don't have just the popular ones from the 90s and the 80s and the 70s they have them going back to like the 20s and then even vintage ones from yeah. really like vintage ones from the 1800s which i thought was super super cool it was mm-hmm. really amazing it was amazing which brings me to the point which is something that <laughs> surprised me yesterday was i was really surprised to think about i've never thought about why it's called pinball yeah me neither and that was one of the things i learned yesterday which is it's called pinball because the original style game had more or less targets or holes built into the table, with pins driven into the table around it that the ball would bounce off
0: of. So you could kind of think of a like skee ball in a way. The way that that kind of Yes, yeah. rings kind and of originally
1: hold them. it was uh, bagatelle, I think is how you say it mm-hmm. from France in the 1700s, and you played with sort of miniature pool cues rather than a plunger that shot it off. So it's really interesting to think about how different the dynamic of that game would be if you were playing with pool cues awake like where you're essentially taking shots rather than this complete game of chance just with a plunger at the beginning to get you going.
2: Yeah, it was amazing. And even some of the old machines you could play even had manual oh, yes. loaders. Oh, like yeah. You actually like pulled... A, I guess it's kind of a button and then like yeah. the, the, the the all the balls would fall in and then right. roll to the side and then you manually kind of like crank them up to yeah. the top. Mm-hmm. It was so different in old school, but it was mm-hmm. so neat that just seeing all... And one thing we should mention about the museum too is they're all lined up by year in yes. chronological yes. order. So you start basically at the original tables from like the early 1900s basically right. and yes. then you start going through the 60s and the 70s. And as you go down the line, again, you can play everything for free. Right. Um, you just see how they start evolving right mm-hmm. and there's all these signs under over each table giving you a history about like each part and yep. what what, the, what mm-hmm. they did that was the first mm-hmm. ever of its time and you really see like the moment oh from this jump to this jump you see that they changed the scoreboard to digital right. and yes. then from this one you see oh now the 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 bumpers are yeah like a little e- or the uh the plunger's a little easier to use right and then, you know it's just so neat to see it change as mm-hmm. you go down the line one thing
1: that really stood out to me with you know you, you're talking about how the game tech advanced over the years was how long it took for flippers to actually get introduced to to the tables. Because to me, when I think of pinball, that is the key element (laughs) of how you play Mm -hmm. and flippers didn't even come into it till way, way later which I thought was really interesting.
2: Yeah, you literally just shot the ball up and then you just watched it go down kind of like a Plinko-ish kind of board <laughs> right. to see how many points you could get before it hit the bottom. Yeah,
1: and you could like minimally shake the table a little. Yeah, bit, it was really
2: like weird it. and different. Yeah, the flippers are make it. And even when they did that flippers, the flippers were teeny. Yes. Mm-hmm. They were so small. I was like, this seems pointless. Yes. And then it wasn't until more modern tables when they actually were big enough to actually be able to yeah. strategically mm-hmm. hit them. Like, so it just is so interesting to yeah, see yeah. all the different tables at that place. I, I want to go back.
0: y'all play the, the chariots one or the? the Mm -hmm. the ben-hur type one yes yeah did were you able to use the flippers to hit the ball no
2: not really no No. it was like
0: i had one chance out of the five balls that i got where the ball actually went to where the flippers were because it was kind of blocked off and most of the time it just went to the right or left of the flippers yeah it was so weird but i mean super interesting
2: yeah it was amazing the whole place was amazing and Mm. again well maintained Mm mention that again like clean pinball machines are a little bit like boats they are a little bit like money pits like when yes. you buy them you really have to keep them maintained it's very difficult definitely but some of those tables in there were so old they were like 50 years old mm-hmm. and they were in such good shape that's like a really hard thing to do like you got to have some appreciation for that yeah it was really really amazing
1: yeah definitely especially with all the different moving parts and each one is totally different had yeah. like a life of its own
2: mm-hmm.
1: i thought it was really cool to see how Essentially, because most of the time, the gameplay is more or less the same. You, you shoot a plunger, and then you use the flippers to try and hit some kind of targets yep. along the board and line up some lines. But then some of them really add on to that. I can't remember what the table was called, but it, it was that one where it had like the mini table inside the table. Yes. So like when you first shot it off the plunger, you had to complete and try and knock stuff off in this top left quadrant first. Yep. And then once you did that, then it dropped down into the so main neat. game. That was so cool. I also thought it was really cool to see the you know typically when you go to an arcade and in the pinball table would break down like it was just off for the day yeah yeah but i thought it was really cool these women were coming around and actually opening the tables and repairing them cleaning them all day while we were there mm-hmm. and you actually got to see the difference and it astonished me how much louder they are when the
2: glasses off It yeah. really oh, muffles yeah. the sound, you know?
1: Yeah. It was so loud with the glasses off. She was repairing uh Twilight Zone, I yep. think at one point.
2: And I liked how the fact that there were actually people in that museum too. Like yes, this like brought a mm. tear to my eye. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, when a lot of times you go into arcades. Number one, there's very few arcades left. Yes. And if they do have them, they're usually empty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was nice to see it full with people all day long. And there was kids there. It wasn't just people oh like my us gosh. old asses. Like they us, were all ages right. there. And, yeah, it was like because like a lot of times these pinball museums or any museums. Like this in general mm-hmm. are always older people that have memories of these mm-hmm. things. Yes, but it was so cool to see families there and kids genuinely excited to play. It's yeah. like these parents are introducing their kids to this thing that sadly is going away. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there were some mature women there that were playing. I was like, those yeah, there was go this grandma. Lady there that was like right. k- kicking ass. She had like a multi-ball. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I was really impressed. Uh, it was super cool. Yeah, it was very cool. The whole experience was cool. I highly recommend going there. Mm-hmm. And I know there's other pinball museums in other cities, so if you have yeah. one near you, I highly recommend going. I don't know mm, if they're definitely. as cool as this one <laughs> yeah. because this one was amazing. But it was very, um, it was a v- very good experience. I
1: thought it was cool too. They also have clearly they have some kind of an educational component too. There's sort of a, a back room where it looks like they do uh, maybe stuff for schools where they show Ooh. you how <laughs> pinball actually works, and they have little. Kind of like science fair exhibit set up where you can yep. actually see how a plunger works, how the bumpers work, how yep. the flippers work and all that stuff. So cool. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, Mike, what's the website for this place again? If people want to go to it. I think it's PacificPinball.org.
0: Yes. Yes. Thanks, Chad. You know,
2: I visit there yeah. very often. All the time. And it's in Alameda. <laughs> You're a member. <laughs> you highly can, recommend You can it. become
0: a member. Oh, yeah. Support them.
2: One
1: other thing, too, before we move on. What that also surprised me was, I don't know how I didn't think about this, but I was shocked to learn that pinball was outlawed during prohibition because it's, it was considered a form of gambling mm-hmm. and that <laughs> the history of pinball in Alameda, what I thought was really cool too, where they talked about, they started sweeping and closing down in, uh, pinball all over the country and they were like mayors and stuff on the news, like smashing them with sledgehammers to like show how bad they were morally. But then Alameda was known as like a party town, and the laws were not enforced as hard there, and so people <laughs> would find them in garages and stuff, and there were like these speakeasy arcades. I thought that was so so cool, and then it felt right, like felt very apropos that the Pacific Pinball Museum is in Alameda for that reason. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and like I, I one thing I thought was interesting too, the art. We well, talked about the artwork earlier. The artwork is amazing, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, I think the artwork in the older machines is even better than the new yes, stuff for sure but i do have to say it, it is definitely artwork of the time because oh, yes it is very misogynistic oh my gosh i mean like yes. almost every pinball machine from like before 1995 yes. was like Big breasted women with like no clothes, like all over the tables, Mm -hmm. and like guys like gawking at them. It's very strange and dated. I mean, obviously the tables are great, and then like you know, this stuff happens when you have old things Mm -hmm. from the past relics, but it was kind of interesting to see also that just just the way the art kind Mm -hmm. of changed over the years. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Well, and it got it got to that point because the old tables they were you know like from the 50s it was very like wholesome drawings. Oh, of course and then as you get to the Base. 60s yeah, yeah and then <laughs> as you get to the 60s it's like wait a minute yeah. what's happening to these women's clothes and then the 70s like was like all psychedelic yes. and yes. like Yeah. so
2: it, it really is kind of like a uh, each decade of pinball machines is kind of like a, a representation of yeah. the time which is really interesting <laughs> yeah totally i thought that was really
1: cool to see mm-hmm um one of the other things that you mentioned a few minutes ago mike was california extreme Mm -hmm. which is a different event it's a annual kind of convention for pinball in santa clara at the convention center and classic arcade games and classic arcade games and we went to that a couple years ago and i thought that was also really cool to see because they're um they had a lot of pinball games like pinball tables set up that you could play and stuff but they also had um like a parts trading kind of section. And so you were able to see a lot of that art that we were just mm-hmm. talking about, but not necessarily together as a whole table, you would see just backing glass or just posters made of the old stuff. And it's really cool to see the art appreciated even outside of having the table itself. And that was one of the things that stuck out to me at the pinball museum too, is they also appreciated that art. They had some mm-hmm. of that backing glass art blown up the size oh, of the wall. So yeah, cool. Yeah, it was
2: so cool. Yeah. Really yeah, cool. that I feel like there has to be books out there bait, with just art from pinball machines. I'm sure it exists. I, I just I'm so obsessed with it. It's yeah. a beautiful art. It's mm-hmm. amazing.
0: <laughs> like the Street Fighter Chun Li. Oh my
2: god. That's the other thing too. It's like even if it's licensed, the characters yeah. seem a little off. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. which is kind of also appealing. I yes. know
1: there was that one cabinet. I can't remember which one, but it was supposed to be Anne Margaret the oh, one yeah. table and i was like that does not look like Anne margaret <laughs> no at all <laughs> well Even there's the elton john one yeah there's a, yes. there's elton
2: john one one of the, my our favorites that we spoke about earlier was cyclone and cyclone's great oh, because yes. it came out in the 80s and they're <laughs> randomly literally there's no explanation for this yes. that, like randomly on the cabinet art there is a ronald reagan and nancy reagan are riding a, the roller coaster yes. and she has a say no to drugs t-shirt on and they yes. have their hands on oh, I remember that one. and i it makes sense though because i mean as a kid of the 80s i remember like that message was planted on any kind of mm. child entertainment. Because mm-hmm. pinball even though adults played it, it was definitely considered for kids. Yeah. So I remember like during Saturday morning cartoons, there would always be mess- like a cartoon Nancy Reagan would pop up no- for no reason in like the, the Ghostbusters cartoon yeah. or something. And she would be talking about saying no to drugs yep. and like that happened all the time. And I remember just thinking like, oh, wow, they even put it on pinball machines mm-hmm. because they were trying to get that message out there to their kids. It was such a weird propaganda. Right. Yes. I mean, it's a good message, I guess. But looking back, it's very odd yeah. like to see the president and his wife like riding the roller coaster on mm-hmm. the pinball art. So I just, that was also a totally interesting yeah. thing.
1: It's funny. I think something that's also really interesting (laughs) about pinball in general is that the idea of the kinds of places where you went to play pinball isn't really a thing anymore Mm -hmm. like can you imagine like kids today they're never going to go to a pizza parlor where you sit and have pizza with your family and then play like the roblox pinball machine like you know that that's not going to be a thing yeah and that makes me so sad because it's such a different kind of a feeling Like I I can just think about so many times where my brother or my cousins or my dad, like we set, we all stood around a table and cheered each other on. And it was like a group activity, even if only one person was playing. And I miss, I miss that kind of in-person real social physical tactile like gaming aspect. so basically mm. what you're
0: saying is that we need to buy some pinball machines and keep them in the garage so I'm, your brother I, and your dad can come and play I, and I don't think cheer around you far. are you sure we already have an arcade cabinet in the
1: garage well, which we never use
0: so we will make it into an arcade our garage <laughs> is an arcade there we go great now look what <laughs> i've done oh my god i want a pinball machine which we one? had one well, we did not have Well, one. my dad had Father growing had one. up. Yes. Yeah,
2: but we never played it. But they're tough to
1: maintain, I'm telling That's you. That's the yeah. thing, because once one thing breaks down, you can't play it anymore.
0: But we did learn, apparently, that at the Pinball Museum, on Mondays, you can go volunteer to help out and learn how to, learn how to clean up. Yeah,
1: yes. which is amazing. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool aspect, because then it keeps the interest going. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have young people going in there, what is this I've never played? Now they can learn how it works and how to maintain. Yep. That's really cool.
0: I wonder when they're going to have uh, like the selfie one where you're like playing and it takes selfies of you where you're playing and I'm sure <laughs> puts your exists. image up there.
1: Uh. You know what just struck out to me too was <laughs> um, when we were in Japan, I don't recall seeing really pinball machines there. We would we hmm. would go to these places where they had the, these uh, the big giant games. arcades, like huge arcades that would be four or five, six-story buildings. I don't remember seeing any pinball there.
0: Huh. Well, they had the other – well, you talked about um, – that French word. Oh, bagatelle. Bagatelle. Yeah. And, uh, I think pinball and bagatelle were precursors to the pachinko.
2: Mm. Yeah. I was gonna say pachinko machines are pretty similar. Mm -hmm. Pinball is pretty much an American creation though. I mean, a lot of the companies that made pinball machines were all from us, the United States. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's definitely, there's definitely pinball machines and companies that pop up in other countries, especially Mm -hmm. Europe. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you look at the pachinko tables and stuff like that. And it's similar to this, what pinball really is. I guess it's just a different style. Um, but yeah, that's a kind of a cool thing about pinball. It does feel very like USA, mm-hmm. USA, which is kind of neat. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, some of the, the arc, I don't know if y'all noticed, but some of the glass on top of the machines had like a made in the USA or proud. From, mm-hmm. It's probably oh, made in the cool. USA. Yeah.
1: Most of them I noticed were made in Chicago. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Because mm. I think that's where... Midway? I think it was Bally. Bally was there.
2: Yeah. And then Gott-
1: Gottlieb? Gottlieb. Gottlieb. That was yeah, the, that was the, the other big manufacturer Yeah, that was that we saw.
2: Yeah, I think there's like almost, sadly, I, almost all of them are under now. I think there's like only like one Stern. company that really Sad. like makes.
0: Stern is making the newer, one, the newer, like the Ghostbusters one. The ones that were in the front. So yeah. in the front of the store when you get there, there's some machines that you can play, like pay to play. Pay to play. And those are the only ones you the actually ones have to pay. The ones that were really
2: recent ones. Like yeah. ones yes. built in the last year or two. Like right.
0: Ghostbusters. Um, yeah. What was the other one? I think there was like a Lord of the like Rings one or something. A Star Wars one that had add it on top mm-hmm.
2: um but yeah yeah i think you're right i think they all were made by stern
0: mm-hmm. it's
2: kind of sad It yeah. is. Because... and although i am glad that
1: someone is keeping it up because mm-hmm. it would be so sad if this just wasn't a thing anymore i know yeah
2: well but we have places like the pinball museum so that's right always
1: remember them in alameda mm-hmm.
0: beautiful alameda yeah let's move there
2: well, thanks for coming up and going there with us, Chad. This yeah. was super fun. Um, thank you for inviting me. I had the um, best time ever. I was seriously in heaven. I'm, and next time I'm here, I'm we're going back. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually just making that decision. There's no choice. <laughs> because I really, really, really want to go back. I felt like I didn't even have enough time there. I wanted to stay there all day. I yeah. know. That's true.
0: Because yeah. there's so
1: many options uh, to play. Yeah. I felt like I blinked and it was two hours. Was
2: yeah, I thought, oh, two hours would be plenty, and I was like, I want more. Mm-hmm. I felt like a little didn't kid again. We get all of them. Yeah, I, yeah, I skipped some because I was like, I was stuck in the first room for so long. Yeah, and I was like, if I stay in here, I'm not going to get to the last mm-hmm. room. Yeah. So I would love to go back and just experience even more. Because it was
0: so awesome to try, like to actually yes. play those really, really old and unique ones, like some of the original. It was amazing. Ones. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Ugh, I want to go. back. So good. All right,
0: well, thank you guys next. for having. me. I want to go back. Well, that was fun. Yeah, super fun. Yeah. I want to go back. Yeah.
1: It was good to have Chad on the show again, too. Mm -hmm. He's a good guest.
0: He is one of my favorite guests. Very
1: big podcasting experience, though, so that's not surprising. Um, This was a really fun episode.
0: Did you really enjoy it?
1: I I really did. I thought, uh, when you kind of mentioned the pinball museum a couple weeks ago, I thought, in my mind, I thought it was going to be, like we said earlier, this big warehouse of stuff Mm -hmm. and I was so glad to see that it was much more than that. Mm -hmm. It was really thriving. So that was really cool. Yes. Well, uh, before we wrap up, should we get to what the facts?
0: Yeah. And these are from the Pacific Pinball Museum's website, actually. Okay, cool. So in 1936, uh, the New York mayor, Fiorella LaGuardia, he had an anti-pinball campaign, and it's captured in a poster of him knocking over uh, a bally-bally. Bumper type machine.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I read about that when we were there at the museum.
0: Yeah. And let's see what else. Um,
1: Funny that uh, he's such a famous guy, LaGuardia, and they have an airport named after him. I
0: know. He's destroying
1: pinball machines. I
0: know. Okay. <laughs> Next. Um, in 1931, the Wiffle Board was the first commercial coin-operated pinball machine. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Um, In 1936, Bally Bumper was one of the many confiscated by the Oakland Police, and some of them were given to police in Alameda as gifts. And the Pacific Pinball Museum has two of those, and we saw those. Mm -hmm. It was really cool to see that kind of stuff. Yeah, learn. You see that fact about the that one of the police officers' brothers, I think, had it hidden like under Mm -hmm. in a cellar somewhere, like really garage. I think. Oh, was it? I thought it was like crazy. I don't know. Hidden. I don't know. Well, you just have to go there and check out the I guess so. Pinball Museum. Read all this. Because I don't want to give this all away. Right. Let's see. So we talked about Adam's Family, right? Yep. So that 1992 Bally uh, pinball machine, it was the highest selling flipper pinball game of all time. I
1: saw that when we were there. That that pretty shocked me, but then also makes sense. Because that, that thing was everywhere for yeah.
0: a while. Uh, and then, did you ever play when... Um, thing gets the the ball i am not good at pinball so no it's really cool there's a box at the top right corner and then if you i don't know you you lock a ball i think Mm -hmm. the box opens and thing the hand thing comes Mm -hmm. out and grabs the ball and then pulls it back into the box that's cool yeah it's really cool um so one other thing about this uh adam's family pinball machine the upper left flipper on the game employed artificial artificial intelligence to learn to actu- actu- accurately shoot the ball during the special gameplay. Huh. So that's kind of interesting. Mm. AI has already been mm. with us for so long. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, in 1999, the Williams Star Wars Episode One, which they had.
1: Yes. Those were <laughs> weird. Yeah, they were I had never seen those before.
0: Because they had like like a reflection, like a Pepper's Ghost. A Pepper's Ghost effect, yeah. yeah. they
1: mo- had a TV mounted above facing down toward the glass, mm-hmm. and then there was another piece of glass at an angle underneath the main glass so mm-hmm. you saw what looks like a hologram and the ball goes through it and interacts with it it was really cool yeah
0: that's really cool so it was supposed to save pinball uh, but it actually killed it for Williams really yeah and then Stern we talked about Stern mm-hmm. and how that's kind of the only one we've been seeing lately yeah they're the only pinball company that's been around after like after the Star Wars episode 1 one uh for 12 years oh wow yeah I know it was crazy
1: See, Star Wars Episode One was just bad for everybody.
0: <laughs> um, so we also talked about like Twilight Zone. It was one of your favorite. Yes. fun House, yes. Adams Family. Yes. So in 2017, Jersey Jack, um, they made a game called Dialed In, a pinball game, mm-hmm. and it was designed by Pat Lawler, who actually did those three. Hmm. He worked on those three. Hmm. Yeah. And that was really cool because it's got similar colors and disaster theme to 1990s Whirlwind.
1: Mm. Whirlwind is really cool. Yeah. That's like one of your favorites. Oh, my
0: God. Yes. So cool. And then let's see. One more. So the guy, you know, we played Mortal Kombat, right? Mm -hmm. And you know the finish him. Yeah. (laughs) So that's Steve Ritchie. And he is the voice actor for that, right? Mm. He's also a designer. And he did... Uh, pinball titles such as high speed black knight and f14 tomcat oh
1: wow yeah high speed and black knight were both there yesterday mm-hmm.
0: that's cool we didn't get to play black knight because it was down unfortunately
1: yeah there were I... only a couple down though mm-hmm. yeah
0: but uh yeah those are a few things that are nice. on the site there's a little more on there awesome but definitely recommend y'all to go out and check out if y'all can the pacific pinball museum in alameda in alameda in yep. lovely alameda
1: Well, is that it for this episode? I think so. Okay. It was really fun. Well, thank you so much to our guest, Chad Conselmo. Chad Conselmo. Who also does the vocals for our opening theme song.
0: Mike and Steve.
1: Music for the show is by Adi Goldstein and Dimitri Banoff. And please follow us on Instagram because we've been posting a lot of kind of behind the scenes photos as of late in between episodes. Uh, You can find us on Instagram at Mike Steve podcast. And until next time. See you later. Bye.